0: Do you ever get the feeling that social media is encroaching upon your boundaries, taking your attention, your time, and your energy? Well, in this episode, episode 46 of the Business of Making podcast, we're going to talk about why you need to set social media boundaries and how you can do it.
1: Do you want to make it as a maker? This is the Business of Making podcast with your hosts Michaela Tenvis, Deb Engelmayer and Jess Van Den.
0: We know from experience that growing a handmade business is bloody hard work. We're here to make it a little bit easier for you by dishing out reality-based, no BS, tried and tested advice on how to make your business work.
2: Tune in every week for an honest conversation on what it really takes to make a creative business a success.
0: Lovely makers, and welcome back to the Business of Making podcast for another week. I am Jess and I'm here with Mick. Hello. And Deb. Hello. And we're here for another hopefully useful, somewhat entertaining episode about making and business, and specifically today, social media. But not just any old episode about social media, we're actually going to be talking about setting boundaries around your social media use because I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with. (laughs) Definitely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's something that all of us have struggled with and maybe do still struggle with. I don't know. What about you guys?
2: Um, mm, goes in phases, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Phases. Um, yeah, I feel like I, I, I have it under control currently. <laughs> but, uh, yes, it's hard to do it sometimes. Yeah. How about you, Deb?
1: Um, at the moment, pretty under control as well. I do get in. At the, I sort of have to use it for work,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which
1: sort of plays The the problem, like my personal account, I'm honestly not really onto it. Like, I don't really, I think I've posted like 20 pictures on Instagram on my personal page in like six years or however long I've had Instagram for. I don't really, you know, I don't, I'm not the one that like snap pictures and like post them straight away. I'm not into it. Mm -hmm. I do it for work. Um, But then I maybe get dragged into the platform because they're really good at making you stay on there when Mm. you're on there. So Mm -hmm. I go to check my Facebook group or I go to check my comments on Instagram and next thing I know, I'm like, 25 Instagram videos down and you're like, what is going on here? Like they got me. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, I'm pretty good. I do have bad weeks though, where I'm just like, okay, this was too much.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you've addressed a couple of important points that I want to mention. The first one is the social media is designed to trap you on the platform. Uh, it's like A lot of people have put a lot of thought into how to keep you there. It's, you know, it's, I'm reading a really good book. We actually just talked about this before we started recording called Making Time at the moment. The two guys who wrote it actually both worked for Google at different times and they call things like email, social media, they call them infinity pools. Mm -hmm. So it's an infinity pool. It never ends. There's always more there. There will always be more coming. And so it's so easy to get trapped into, like falling into one of these infinity pools mm-hmm. and never infinite, getting out again. Infinite scrolling. Infinite scrolling mm-hmm. was an evil invention. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> even the literally the guy who invented it regrets it i remember hearing a podcast where he was interviewed and he's like i really wish i'd never invented that because oh, that's really interesting causing That'd a lot of trouble me. oh my god i yeah. want to listen to that, that i can't so remember so what it was now i'm gonna the have guys not
1: sleeping for the rest
0: of his life because <laughs> yeah. he's just like i've created this thing yeah. i've created a monster um, um i think people really don't realize
2: how much it is designed though like they, yeah. even when you're waiting for facebook your feed to load it has that little icon where it has the three little dots Mm -hmm. And we have been conditioned to know that we're going to get a dopamine hit once that loads. So we're addicted to that little three little dots. And of course we wait until it loads, even if it takes fucking forever because of the internet or whatever. Um, But that has all been designed specifically to keep you on that platform.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There are so many little tricks like that, that uh, yeah, they are very consciously put in there to convince you to stay Mm. um my second point and we'll come back to the dopamine thing because I think that's really important my second point what Deb just said is I'm there for business this is how I I have this same problem and I think Mick probably does as well honestly if I didn't have to be on social media for my businesses I probably would almost never be on there it's mm. just not my, na- I'm an introvert. It's not my natural habitat. Uh, social media and like constantly sharing and talking about myself is not and I find natural. it
1: so awkward. Sorry, Jare, but I find it so <laughs> awkward for me to go like, look at me, I'm having a wine with my friend. I'm like, who cares? My friends are here with me. Like, I don't. They don't need to see, like, you know what I mean? It just makes yeah. no sense to me, but I think, whatever. Um, I'm not an influencer. <laughs> <yes>.
2: <laughs> but I think people use it in different ways. I go in mm. and out. I definitely have in the past shared a lot of personal stuff. I don't really anymore. Um, not oh, I'm the same. Other than I I go on social media a lot now to share, I guess, ideas and mm. like news articles, stuff like that. Um But it's definitely less personal. I mean, even, you know, once you have kids, you kind of want to share your photos with family or whatever that might Mm. not be in the same city, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, But most of my family is in the same city as me, so I don't even bother doing that. I do use Mm. Instagram for that kind of thing. But, again, that's – anyway, we can talk about that
0: later. (laughs) So I think I think what Deb says is really a really key point because so many of my students have said this to me I, it's just not a natural thing for me I feel I find mm. it awkward I find it weird yeah uh, to be sharing this stuff and I think it's important for people to hear that that is true that's actually the way mm. a lot of us feel <laughs> um, a lot of us aren't it's not our natural habitat mm. and but we've moved past that and worked out ways and maybe we should do a whole episode on this f- in future like social media for introverts or something mm. But we've worked out ways to use it for our business in a way that's comfortable for us and works for our business but doesn't take over our lives mm. I find this really interesting that um
2: I just was thinking as you were saying that about being introverted and so it not being natural I feel like the internet is the introverts playground because you don't mm-hmm. actually have to be face to face with people and you can still Mm. converse and I was just thinking when I was like massive dude from way back sort of thing nerd I said not dude Mm -hmm. nerd (laughs) nude massive nude no
0: um (laughs) you're suddenly a kiwi
2: (laughs) um you know I would visit forums daily and really be very active online um Mm. you know made lots of friends all over the world kind of thing and, but I'm just wondering now if that's because I did used to be more extroverted and so maybe that has something to do with it. I don't, I don't know. But speaking as an introvert now, I definitely don't find it awkward or unnatural to be online. Um, mm. So just coming from that other perspective, like you guys were kind of saying mm. that you don't feel natural and it is kind of weird, totally not for me. I'm like totally mm. cool with having conversations and I can post personal stuff and I don't feel weird about it at all. Um, I just choose not to these days. So that's Mm. the different perspective there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm comfortable with it. Like I think nothing of getting on an Instagram Live or a Facebook Live or, you know, I've just been doing it for so long now that like putting myself out there is absolutely fine because I've already set boundaries Mm. about what I will share and what I will not share. Like I will talk about certain things or share certain things on my private Facebook that I will never, that I wouldn't put publicly just because it's private stuff that I only want friends and family to be able to see, like photos and and Mm. things like that. Um, But I also, I think it's also important to address the elephant in the room here. The internet's been around for 25, 26 years now. I was, I'm the same as you, Mick. I'm a complete nerd. I fell in love with the internet the first moment I got it. Mm -hmm. I saw that, I sort of saw the potential but didn't really understand because nobody really knew what this thing was going to be. Uh, I always wanted to work out how to make a living on the internet from when I was a teenager and just couldn't mm. figure it out for a long time. So it was always a goal for me. I always loved it. But I think the internet's changed. Mm. Uh, I don't know that the – well, I don't know that the internet's changed, the way people use it have changed. I feel like 10 years ago it was still a really positive space. It was There was still a lot of nuance and a lot of uh, – real conversation happening whereas these days I feel like that's almost disappeared and there's just a lot of arguments happening in a lot of places not everywhere there's still plenty of like small communities where people are really supportive like ours the small communities where people are really supportive and helpful but I feel like in the larger picture there's a lot more negativity out there now that might Mm. be affecting people
2: i think um i mean we could probably go into this for hours but i think it has a lot to do with it becoming more mainstream but also people being behind a screen and Mm. you know there's been studies to show that when people are not face to face with people they will be a lot meaner like Yes, way, 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 meaner and they have no remorse over that because there's that disconnection. I guess I haven't mm. studied this, so I don't know the correct terms. But yeah, it's. I think that's definitely a part of it. I think. I mean, I kind of think the internet is bad, like just in general. But that's a whole other <laughs> conversation. Um, oh my way. gosh! <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the angel of the devil there. Mm. Um, I
1: have had to purposely curate my social accounts over the last year-ish, I'd say, I've become much more aware of that, of like, it gives you what you came for, like Mm. looking for. So if you're in there interacting, that's like engagement, that's how it works for your business as well. Like interacting, liking, spending time looking at a picture, you don't even have to like or engage. They know when you stop scrolling and what you're looking at at that time in the scroll on the page. And they know that's engagement for them. Like that's, oh, she's looked at the post. And they're going to show you more of that. So if you engage, if you look at all those like nasty Etsy trade forum thing or politics or whatever, if it's on your personal account, you're going to be fed so much more of that. So I've become so much more aware of like not interacting with it. And as soon as I see a post that makes me feel shit in any way, I'm like, that's not interesting. I don't want to know about that. Or it makes me feel anxious or sad or whatever or annoyed or angry. I just click the three little dots and say, unfollow or whatever the Mm -hmm. options are Uh, or you can snooze too you can say snooze for a month like i do not (laughs) want to hear about that this month but maybe next month i'll be interested again you know i just become so much more aware of it because then you you go into your feed and it's like what you want to see it's like motivating quotes and i don't know puppies and (laughs) (laughs) Stuff that really matters guys
2: <laughs> i think that's a really good point though because mm. if you i think this comes around a lot to when people are following or looking at their competitors and mm. getting that um yeah like that uh tell me the word i'm thinking of Fomo. FOMO and like just not feeling good enough and yeah. worrying. Imposter and, syndrome. Uh, much, yes.
0: Yeah, imposter syndrome. Imposter that's syndrome
2: so and just really worrying so much about your competition. If you're looking at that stuff, you're going to keep getting shown it again and again and again and again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's like this big feedback loop that's not positive.
0: It just turns into a negative thing. Bam. Yeah. So let's unfollow all of our competitors. That's a uh-huh. good start. Let's- yeah, yeah, I've had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but, okay, so let's. I would say unfollow them, but you still know who they are. You can still go look at their stuff. If you want yeah. to actively look at it, need to you won't time accidentally time. look at it. I think, yeah. um,
2: yes, I agree. Definitely unfollow people who are who are impacting you negatively emotionally mm. and all that kind of thing, but also perhaps look at why that's impacting you negatively like yeah. on a deeper level. Like if you can get through that, then you go and you can follow whoever you bloody well want and it won't affect you. So, mm. um, yeah, different levels here that we could... No, that's
1: so true. That's so true. I remember after I did the Makers Bee Summit last year, um, obviously I had followed everyone over a couple of years because that was the second year for the summit and working with each time it was 40 speakers. I think there was an overlap between the two years, but I've pretty much worked with all of my competitors Um, and I love them all. And I think everyone's amazing and you two are like away competitors in a way, Mm -hmm. Um, but you're the two that I follow now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've dropped everyone else, not because I don't care about what they do. I still go and check on them. I still, sometimes it will still pop in my feed anyway, because someone has, someone that is a friend has commented or whatever. Um, but I can decide when I want to tap into, hey, I wonder what X and Y I've been up to, you mm-hmm. know, and look into that and go, oh, good, they have done that. That looks awesome or whatever. Oh, that's a good idea. I should maybe like, you know, think about it for myself or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But at least you're sort of in charge of the timing because mm-hmm. so I was starting to feel like when you have a bad week, um, and it's some one of your computer sends a broadcast and newsletter or whatever about something that you've maybe been thinking about doing but you haven't yet or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that email the next week would have done nothing to you. Mm-hmm. If you're having a shitty week and you're questioning yourself and you're not just just a shit week.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: bad timing and that just throws you
2: off.
1: Yeah. So I just like to have the ability to like choose and go, Hey, I'm gonna go and check on that person now, I think, but yeah. I don't want it to be put on on you know in front
2: of my face so true and I think it's really um interesting just a little tidbit of information to note that uh since us three that's not proper English but anyway we three have become (laughs) closer and have a really good relationship um whenever I see your stuff from either of you I'm so much more happy about it and I'm happy for (laughs) you that you're putting great stuff out there because I definitely would have got that pang of jealousy previously going oh shit I really wish I'd done that like mm. oh she's done that so well and why can't I do something as good now I'm just like yeah Steb's killing it like that's so good yeah. so that's but I
1: think it's also because we share more of our backstory with each other too mm. like yeah, yeah. yeah she's killing it but I know two weeks ago she was crying in bed so <laughs> <laughs> you know so I think it's because we get a bit yeah we became more well, friends we
0: know, yeah.
2: we know we're know people right and this comes yeah. back <laughs> to the internet being a bit bad because we don't treat each other like people when we don't yeah. know the person on the other end so mm. um, we just very happy to spew out any words that come to mind. We have no filter when Mm. we definitely should have more of a filter, (laughs) I feel, because whatever you're typing is going to be there forever. So,
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. So yeah, step. Uh, well, one example of setting boundaries is unfollowing people who make you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just do it. Just unfollow. Somebody asked me something the other day about like following back. I'm like, no, don't don't fall into the following back everybody who follows you trap. It's it's absolutely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Just also follow the people. Like why would you follow people that don't inspire?
2: Like, you know, the whole reason to go onto Instagram or Facebook whatever is to like be inspired and get ideas and see cool stuff. And it's like if it's literally someone posting something like their back garden lawn every day, like they're growing their grass, it's like, oh, unless you're a gardener and you're super interested, why would you follow that?
0: Yeah. I think some people who are just getting started with social media feel like it's the real world where you have to reciprocate. Mm. It's not. Don't ever feel like you have to follow anybody. You just follow the people who makes it makes sense for you to follow. Mm-hmm. You do, do you do not need to follow back everybody who follows you? I I never even look at that. Like honestly, I have no idea. Like maybe right in the beginning, I did because I wanted to build a community, and that's that makes sense because I want to interact with people. And like I was following two people, so I'm like, hey, this person's following me. I might as well follow them back and see what they're all about. And that's fine. But once things start picking up, yeah, you don't need to be doing that. It's just so important, I think,
2: to only be in the circles of relevancy for you and your business. Um, Yeah. Otherwise, I I really don't see the point.
0: And the same on Facebook. Um, Let's talk about Facebook for a little bit because I have a few tips around this one. Uh, Because it's funny, like my Instagram because I have numerous different Instagram accounts, but I spend most of the time on my Korean Thrive One. And I'm pretty much only following like my students and other makers that inspire me and stuff like that. So it's a really positive space. Uh, and But it, at the same time, I can kind of like have a little scroll. Yep, I'm done. Cool. It doesn't really kind of hook me. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Facebook, because I'd be following pages about social causes or things that I'm interested in, and also friends and family, it's, you know, that was way more like likely to hook me in and get me mm. riled up or whatever. Um, one thing about Facebook is I think be really careful about who you friend. Like I, I only friend people like originally, like when I started my businesses, I would often friend, like if, if students or customers requested to friend me, I would friend them back. Mm, but yeah, I've stopped no, doing no, that no, now. No, no, no. no, no. I, ne- I never now. Friend anybody I don't know in real life. So if, if I've not ever met you and made a, like a friendship with you, <laughs> mm. I don't. And I get friend requests all the time from my students, and I feel kind of bad. I'm like, but I'm I'm not going to friend you because this this one space, my private Facebook feed, is private. Like it's my private life versus my public life. So think about how you're going to manage those different social media spaces as well. Like you can have different boundaries in different places. uh, And share different things in different places as well. Don't feel that weird obligation to to add people. Like I did this big cull on my Facebook friends. I think about a year ago, and like all these people from high school, and (laughs) like people I'd met at um, workshops or like when I was doing my yoga teacher training and stuff like that. Like you friend them at the time, it makes sense, but then you're never gonna see them again or talk to them again. I just got rid of them. Um, So you know, doing it. (laughs) <laughs> so I just clear them out every so often. So what do you do, Mick? Well, um, no,
2: I used to, I, as in not everyone, but when I used to take a lot of photos um, for events and stuff around Canberra, I would, like, yeah, everyone, like I think I have over a 1,000 or even 2,000 contacts. I have no idea. This is just millions from, like, you know, 10 years ago. <laughs> um, but what I do instead is I have lists set up. So I have my family list and my like besties list and I have a list that's called people I know and would actually talk to in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so each time I post, I choose what audience I'm actually sending it out to. Um, more lately because I've been getting more into obviously the academia world and, you know, being a professional, um, I, because I do often still post things publicly and it's usually like about social causes and um, possibly also followed with or accompanied by swear words and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I have been more aware lately of, you know, all these random people that I'm sending stuff out to, I'm like a supervisor and I'm like, oh, whoops. Um, so <laughs> I've been more careful lately. But in general, I don't know, I'm sort of in a, I have lots of opinions on it, but I don't have a sort of clear answer of what my own personal policy is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also look at all those connections as, connections like possible networking connections at a later date like even if they're not Mm. going to serve me right now I might I might want to get in contact with someone that like modeled at some event 10 years ago in the future because of what they're doing now so I don't cut them off completely but I do definitely set those boundaries around who can see what of what I post all my photos Mm. are pretty much completely shut down like no one can see those except for like my best friend sort of thing so Mm. um, it's a little more effort and it's a little more work because you have to set up all that stuff but um Mm -hmm. yeah that's how i use it cool
1: hey there maker are you loving this podcast as much as we love bringing it to you if so we would love to talk to you about supporting us on patreon Becoming one of our patrons is a way to support the show and to help us produce it each week. You can help for as little as $1 a month and you get access to behind the scenes, extra content we won't share anywhere else, the link to your shop on our website, and even a shout out on the podcast. To learn more, simply go to thebusinessofmaking.com support. And now, back to the show. Um, That made me want to do that because i i think a few years ago i honestly don't post on facebook so much now because of that because i'm like oh it's just who's going to see that and you know i don't know it just it it hurts my brain to think about what i'm going to post and the possible consequences i'm just like oh i just won't (laughs) post about it like you know it's just unless no i do share a lot of like same social causes and stuff like that but i'm really like i won't swear or whatever Hmm. um sometimes i want to and it's like why can't I? You know, and mm. so I know I, I've always wanted to set those lists, or however that works, like groups of different friends, and then you can decide who you actually share it with. Mm-hmm. I've just never, I guess, done it because time, and I've just yeah. did prioritize mm-hmm. that as being really important. But I would love that. I would love to have a list that's like people that you haven't talked to in fifteen years. Like they don't <laughs> need to see anything, mm. but you know they're there, and if for some reason you need to be in touch with them one day, they'll be there. I just had a look. I had eight hundred friends. Like.
2: That's ridiculous. Eight wow. Hundred friends. Like, I think I have like 200 something. For dinner.
1: <laughs> and I was in my head when I saw that, I was like, okay, last week I caught up for coffee with one friend. We're Friday now. I'm catching up with her again tonight for a wine. And I have a dinner plan this weekend with another friend. And then I've been talking to Nick and it's that. Like it's not even, it's not even enough. You know, there's too many fingers in one hand. <laughs> and like text maybe one extra friend. Like, you mm. know what I mean? Like eight hundred like what do you mean and it's the same it's from like previous work so like every yeah. workplace you know every job that I've done for a client and then th- their team Or when I was at working corporate and Sephora, all of that business school probably 300 people just from business school mm-hmm. um I was um presiding a charity back then I don't know if I ever share that I was working mm-hmm. I was a vice president for a charity that was 200 members bet you they're all in there I have no idea what these people do now but like <laughs> Cool. Like, maybe I want, you know, m- most of them probably are still in that sort of like area, and, and mm. I would love to connect maybe later. But yeah, you're right. Like, they don't need to see all of my stuff. And then maybe I would share more.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, and I, I, yeah. That's how I think that's why I've set it up like that. And that's a good middle ground. Like I'm more of a like school chef. I kind of get to this point where I'm like, right, that's it. Get rid of them all. Like, whereas that's probably a one yeah. thing. Although my, my thing was like, well, I can still find them if I want to contact them. I can still no, send but them yeah, messages. I like your thing. It felt
1: like when you clean up your closet or like yeah. you, you know. <laughs> When you were talking about it, I was like, yeah, "It would be so good to like just know mm. that the people on Facebook are actually your friends." But anyway, that's more the
0: personal thing too. That's not mm. that's less kind of businessy. Mm. But I think it I think it all kind of melts together these days, especially for people like the, the old question: Do I have a personal Instagram account and a business one separately, or do I just keep them as the one thing? Like you know, everybody has to make their own decision there about that, and that's bit ba- another boundary to set. Like okay, well, am I gonna am I gonna blend the two things, or am I just gonna Um, Am I going to have a very focused account just about Mm. my business? I think Um, that's where
2: I have my boundaries more mm. because Instagram, I have a lot of photos of my kids on my personal account and that is private. Private, mind you, I set it to private after I already had 400 followers or something. So I can't really go through and like, Kick them out now because I feel like that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so like I do get people um, asking to follow me on that, like maybe students or just other random people, and I don't mm. really accept anyone unless I know them. Mm. So that's, I guess, my more strict boundary setting is in Instagram for me.
0: Yeah, mm. and that's a good strategy, I think, as well. Like if, if there's that private stuff you want to, especially photos of kids and stuff like that, mm. that you know they can't give permission to share, mm. uh, giving that. Privacy element, I think, is a really yeah. good a good middle ground. Um, so what are some of the, the strategies? I'm going to share a couple of strategies that I've used to put external boundaries around my social media use so I don't get stuck because it's very mm-hmm. hard to use the willpower mm-hmm. to not get caught in these platforms, right? Um, number one, I have a plug on my browser that blocks my Facebook feed. Yeah, same. I think we have... What was that? Who suggested that <laughs> one to you? You guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. So <laughs> oh, no.
1: We're actually, um full. I feel like I'm coming out right now and going like, <laughs> I think it's not enabled, like enabled at the moment on mine because I oh. definitely see my feed. <laughs> oh. And I really need, I don't know why. I think I had different sessions on my Chrome browser, or whatever. I was only mm. on one and I had to reinstall and it was gone and I didn't <laughs> really care because Facebook was fun. <laughs> um, but I need to put it back. How is it called? Is it Facebook feed eradicator? It's like a weird name. Eradicator, yeah. And mm. it right puts a here. little nice quote there
2: instead. Yeah, of it's like Yes, crazy. it does put a quote that but makes you feel like facebook right so i this is no, what i really no. like about it you can still go into someone's page and read everything that they've put mm-hmm. up there mm-hmm. but it's just not that infinite scroll yeah,
1: on, yeah you, know, you can go like, in groups it, it pretty much uh grays out or you can't see it all there's the nothing feed there. in the middle mm-hmm. but you still have the stuff around though right like your yeah. sidebar on the left with all yeah. pages and groups that yeah, you're so i can off.
0: go to any of my pages i can go to any of my groups and yeah. when i go into them the feed in that group or page appears yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, all Yeah, like you said, all you're stopping is that initial feed. So when you go to Facebook to do work, which I do multiple times a day to catch up with my community or whatever, there's nothing to distract me. Yeah, I don't many, suddenly see a post that I have to think. Exactly. Go look at
2: I, I would like to know from our audience <laughs> listening, how many times do you go into Facebook going, oh, I just need to post this thing to my Facebook page and you go in and you're like, oh, here's my newsfeed. Let's just start scrolling. And then you click away and close the window eventually. And you're like, oh, I didn't even do what I was supposed exactly. to do in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Like it's such a time suck. So, yeah, this, that plugin is fantastic. It changed I've my just life. just it. Yeah. <laughs> Done.
0: Good job. Good job.
2: I can give you the quote that I just got.
1: It <laughs> says, never limit yourself because of others' limited imagination. Never limit others because
0: of your own limited imagination. Here Aww. you go.
1: So I've got um,
0: <laughs> nothing is po- impossible. The word itself says I'm possible. Audrey um, had- good old
2: Audrey. <laughs> I don't have it yeah. open at the moment. Yeah, okay. that's, a, that's a really
0: good one. <laughs> it's just so simple but it is likes life-changing. Mm. Like yeah. it stops the distraction. Yeah, um, I'm not number even logged two. in on Facebook on my browser. There place. you go. Oh. This is another trick. You can actually log out at the end of the day so that when you go back to do stuff, you're not automatically logged in. You can do that on your phone. You can do it on your desktop. That's another strategy. I have, and this has only been a week or two, I literally deleted Facebook from my phone. I had deleted it previously. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, because, again, I was finding I was going in and getting stuck in that feed. And mm. and this was on my downtime often. Like, but, And then an hour would pass and I'm like, what, what did that accomplish? Mm. It just stressed me out. Yeah. Um, and I have actually... A little while ago, I actually unfollowed every single page I'd ever followed on Facebook and I was actually deliberately unfollowing all of my friends. <laughs> so my fears... Don't I I listen to this. No, <laughs> it's all of not- my friends have had babies since then. I yeah, probably. Know. Like, I, it's nothing personal. I just wanted to get rid of it. Like, I wanted to get rid of the drama. I wanted to get rid of... Mm. I just if I want to go find out what a friend's doing, I can go to their page Mm. and see what the friend's doing. Like Mm. I don't need to have stuff constantly coming up and I just, it just felt like it just sucked my energy Mm. away and I couldn't handle it anymore and I just needed to put boundaries around it for my mental health Mm. Um, because I am again, coming back to being the introvert thing, Interacting with people's emotions on the internet is still interacting with other people's emotions, even if Mm. it's not face-to-face. So as an introvert, that's still draining Mm, because you're you're still reacting and being drawn into other people's lives and other people's stories. And Mm. if that's happening too much and it's getting you down or it's draining your emotional energy or your mental energy, it needs to go away so that's the strategies for me so I just took that next step and I'm like you know do I need Facebook why do I need Facebook on my phone like I only work during the week and then I work at my desktop that's when I check in with my community so I just took it off and I'm like I can always reinstall it yeah
1: Mm. which I did I actually don't have it on my phone I forgot there was an app for Facebook on the phone I don't even miss it at all because I'm on my computer enough that yeah, just that's, there's still saying. plenty of time to procrastinate on Facebook. There, <laughs> um, I do go on Instagram when I'm on my phone more. Than yeah, because there's
0: nowhere else to look at that really. Yeah. Um, I the only thing the only thing I found that has annoyed me about that is that I can't then share my Instagram post to Facebook <laughs> uh, <yes. laughs> uh, automatically. Yeah. That's so that's a bit annoying, but it's just making me more conscious of being more active on you know Facebook. So you know all of those sorts of tricks. Another one, like literally. Uninstall Instagram and Facebook at the end of the week and reinstall them on Monday. Like none of your Mm. stuff's going to go anywhere. If you Mm. actually want to be free of social media for a period of time, take it off your phone. Mm -hmm. and Put it back on. Like there's
2: nothing stopping you. um, Because I've been conscious of like those waiting periods when every, if you look around, you know, at kids swimming or in the bank line or whatever, everyone's out on their phones. And um, this is actually a little bit bigger of a a societal problem than we realise because people are not being bored anymore and that means we're not coming up with ideas while we're being bored. Mm. Anywho, so I'm trying to um, just not be quite so bad with that. And so what Mm. I've done on my phone not even intentionally just because I was using too much of my data, It's <laughs> um, instead of data access for certain apps. So I ah. can get onto all of the apps at home while I'm on Wi-Fi, but if I'm out and about and I just pull out my phone, you know, by habit because I'm bored, um, I can't actually get onto Facebook. Instagram, that is really like, oh, dang, smart. i put my phone away.
0: <laughs> it's very clever. So, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I'll claim yeah, that, that idea is that's intentional, not intentional. Either, <laughs> I love it.
1: Um, I have one last app, kind of, I guess, tip to give, which is called. I'm kind of looking at it while I'm talking. Freedom.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've
1: heard of that. Um, and that's on your phone and on your computer. And lately, I have I've been sort of bad with it, as in I haven't been using it. Um, But when I find myself, again, getting trapped into that social thing, I remind myself that it exists and I set it up. And so it locks you out of whatever you want. So you just have to create a list. So I've got one that's called social. So lock me out of uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever Mm -hmm. you want. And then I've got one that has all of that minus Pinterest, because sometimes I'm like, I actually need to, because I remember doing that list once, locking myself out for four hours and there's literally (laughs) no way you can get back in. I had to do Pinterest work for work. And I had locked myself out of social media, so I actually couldn't <laughs> yeah, do the work. Cool. And I was just like, that is so freaking annoying. This app really <laughs> works. <laughs> I think you could like, reboot your computer and it, like, works. But, well, you could open another
0: browser that. too, couldn't you? Like, install Firefox or something and use uh, that. I
1: don't think so because it's, oh. like, an yeah, app on your – it's not, like, a browser extension. Uh-huh. It's, like, an mm. app is this an on Apple your
2: computer. thing? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think they would have – Mine is. Mine's called Self Control. It does the same thing. And even if you restart your computer, you can't – Get yeah,
0: <laughs> which is
1: so good though, but you have to, yeah. be to be sure, but it's good for those, what I, you know, those batching hours where you're like, mm-hmm. if it's three hours, this is what I need to do. And then after that, I can do all the binging Facebook I want, but like yeah. for now I have to focus on that. So yeah, I found that one to be really good and same. It kind of gives you a quote instead and you can't access the site.
0: Yeah, I've got one called Stay Stay focused, and it's a Chrome install. Install, so it's a it's just for Chrome. But yeah, I tend to find I don't go to the extra step of opening a separate browser because that's like really obvious. It's like, oh no, wait. I'm cheating, I'm cheating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a
1: reminder.
0: I'm just cheated. a reminder. It. It's all you need. Yeah. It's just
1: like yeah. some, putting something in front of your brain that goes, "Hey, no, you said you weren't going to do that."
0: Yeah, exactly. Um,
2: that's just reminding me. Um, one more for Instagram is on. Um, if you have iPhone, or maybe it's an Instagram thing setting I'm not sure but anyway you can have it so it tells you when you've reached a certain Mm. period per day so I think I've set mine to 45 Mm. minutes so it pops up with things like you've been on Instagram for forty-five minutes today. Yeah, Just it's an Apple thing, reminder. actually. Ah. I'm gonna
1: be, I'm gonna look at how much I've spent today on it.
2: Yeah, so you can set up all these things in settings um, to uh, well, I don't track your know screen time that. and all that kind of thing. So
1: yeah, yeah they you really track have. your screen time, which I think they've had to do because people mm-hmm. they were like, this is becoming a health yeah. issue, pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. So we have responsibility in making sure that our users don't always use this app, which is crazy. Mm. Like, that's so scary. Yeah. Um, I don't people, actually know how to access this data on my phone. People become
0: addicted to so, oh, yeah. And I'm, I think most, like I've been there, there's been days where like, I don't know, Facebook or Reddit or something. And I've just found myself on there for like three hours. I'm like, what the hell am I doing with my life? Yeah. <laughs> this, this needs to stop. This is really, and it tends to be stuff that will eventually get, get me like emotionally drained. Mm. And I'm just like, I'm just, what am I doing? Like, I mean, yes there are times to be invested in causes and interested in things and but i'm not actually doing anything about it i'm just reading about it and it's yeah. just upsetting me and then i'm like what's the point i'm like i'm going out and doing something in the world what am i why 100%. am i Drowning myself yeah. in this stuff. And one more point around, uh,
2: specifically related to that, but also around boundaries, is um, reading comments. On oh God, anything. that's yeah, just that's the worst. Just don't, just don't. <laughs> um, and that's my personal rule, which I find it extremely hard to follow. <sighs> Whenever I get into something and I read too many comments, and um, I get up, you know, n- not upset about. It, I'm definitely mm-hmm. getting better at not taking that stuff on. I'm just realising that the world is full of different people with different people. Um, That's one way of
0: putting
2: it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, then my husband is like, just stop reading the fucking comments. I'm like, I know. So I've started yeah. to, I find myself even, you know, do one scroll and I read a few comments and then I'm like, nope, whoop, whoop, step away, step away. And I'm actually becoming <laughs> much better at that At like yeah. reversing back out of the situation. i realizing, like, oh, I should be doing something completely different right now. Let's not yeah. get lost in a sea of horrible comments
1: yeah
0: yeah
2: absolutely Um,
1: but yeah people check your stats I just checked mine for today and then I was like so happy but then I realized we've been in a strategy call between the two of us like recordings obviously I haven't been doing like social media and then before that this morning I had my member call for the HQ so I haven't actually been on my computer because I was like 27 (laughs) minutes that's so good (laughs) that's still if you think about it that's a ton thinking that I barely had time
0: yeah. You thought there. you weren't really on there at all, but you're on there for half an hour I already. was
1: there for half an hour already, but then I'm like, okay, yeah, I had to check into my Facebook group and my, stuff like that for oh a while. But
2: that, that goes so you quickly, you know, like, That's a lot. Today. Oh, well, and I've been yeah. at work all day, two hours. <laughs> <laughs> is this just Instagram or is it social media? No, sorry, that's screen time. Social, oh, okay. social networking, 37 minutes. Reading and reference, nine minutes. Productivity, 30 minutes.
0: That doesn't even take 2 few hours. So I don't know. Yeah, a would be like emails and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. But you can get stuck stuck in your inbox as well. Yeah. Oh, so stuck in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Do we have any other set boundary sets, or strategies? I think we've covered quite a lot of this episode, giving you a lot of food for thought.
2: Yeah. About. Sorry, just one more point before yeah. we wrap up. Even though I was the one that just did the wrap up signal. <laughs> um- <laughs> I think just to recap that there's kind of two sets of boundaries that we're talking about Mm -hmm. here, our own personal boundaries with the time that we spend on social media, but also Mm -hmm. the boundary between us and other users of social media. media. uh You kind of need to look at both sides of that coin and figure out where you are and where you might be able to improve maybe.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And really assess it for yourself because everybody's going to be different. Mm. Everybody's, um, you know, social media is what you make it. Who you follow is what you see. So maybe you just need to unfollow certain people or certain things. Maybe you need to be on a different social media platform that makes you happy instead of makes you anxious. Um, You know, curating your feed in a way that's, that works for you. So yeah, just make those decisions, but don't be afraid. I think people, I know when I first got into it and I was like obsessive, I spent so much time on social media when I was trying to grow my business. And then I took my first digital sabbatical, which was like three days and it was like, I feel like I just been cut off (laughs) from the world. It's like, you know, my umbilical cord had been cut and it was like a reset. And I suddenly realized how much of my life and time I had Mm. been investing in that. And that was the beginning of changing my relationship with, social media and it's been a huge like life changer for me over the years mm. so don't be afraid to do that if you feel like you are you just cannot disconnect from your phone or it's whatever it's so
1: funny that we have to do these things oh, now but it's yeah. true it's so important but I was thinking even I feel we're definitely not wrapping up right now
2: but anyway I have another point too <laughs> let's just keep going
1: <laughs> um yeah when Meek was saying as well um we don't get bored and when you're like queuing at the supermarket or whatever, you're like, go on Instagram because why not? Like, I'm not just going to stand and look at people. People <laughs> like, what happened in the 80s, 70s, 60s, 50s when they didn't have their phone I and dream. they, like, they talked to each oh, yeah. other or they, like, weren't awkward not talking or in the bus, like, what was going on in the bus or in the subway or something like that? Like, I don't know. So much more? When not everyone has got their head down on their phone and that's just so sad. And even growing up, like, because I was thinking in my head, I was like, digital sabbatical, I was, in my head I was like, well, I guess I do that every time I go camping with the van. But then I'm like, no, you're not. Like, you're on your phone in the van when you're driving and at night in the van before you sleep, you're like... Squally. Not when
0: you're driving, hopefully. No, no, no I was in like, I don't
1: drive, drives and then I kind of like pretend that I'm not going to fall asleep, but I always yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that kind of copiologist I'm like no, no I definitely listen to a podcast and I'm just snoring away um, but yeah so it's like no I've actually even when I do that I don't like cut that out of my life whereas mm-hmm. growing up I remember going in the mountains for a couple of weeks with my parents and I never like I wasn't bored like I don't know I was just mm-hmm. finding stuff to do Explore. yeah yeah, totally. to, to like remind ourselves of that and just become more mm-hmm. creative and I'm sure you'd get such great like business ideas too when you do that because yeah. it's just you and you have time as you were saying to be more creative
2: mm, i think um that's this is not the point i was going to make before either uh that's why so many people get ideas in the shower because you don't take your phone in the mm. shower do you yeah some people so, do well yeah.
0: <laughs> i'm not I one could. of them
2: <laughs> i am still so one of them i will like
1: go and have a shower if i feel like i need to think through something mm, i'll have a yeah. shower in the middle of the day i've
0: done that I, times this week i go for a walk with nothing with no device and then i just think while yeah, I'm walking. Yeah, that's good.
2: Um, the last point that I was going to make was just about our parents and oh, there's like two, there's two. <laughs> that was a big sigh. Okay, um, that I think there is a lot of pressure out there at the moment in society around the time that parents spend on their phones and not mm-hmm. being present with their children. Um, I think some of the time that is warranted but PS fuck you and don't judge me of when I'm on my phone because you don't know what I'm doing on my phone Um, even if the child is in the room with me maybe I'm looking up some emergency information you know like I just get really annoyed when there's that pressure external pressure Mm -hmm. with people judging what parents are doing Um, but at the same time as a parent maybe look at when you're on your phone and if you are spending quality time with your children and only you can decide whether you need to spend less time on your phone, more time with your kids. Um, don't let anyone else uh, guilt you for the amount of time you're on your phone, but do assess yourself
0: um, where you are in that. Especially if you are using for work. Yeah. You're running your business. Yep. Your kids, you know, you're at the park, the kids playing and you're making sure to answer those important emails mm-hmm. to your customers. So yeah, it, like you said, yeah, it's
1: like oh, you were on your phone for four hours today with your kid next. To you like, yeah, I was with my kid for like 18 hours today too. Exactly. Like most parents don't do that at all because they have to go to work. So it's kind yeah, of exactly. stealing to get stuff done.
0: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right, I, I think we're done now. Are we done now?
2: I think I can do
0: the report again. We're ready to wrap up. So, um, we'd love to hear what you think about this if you're in our Facebook group. Well, you should be. Come on Ooh. over. The thebusinessofmaking.com forward slash facebook come and join our community and let us know what you think of this issue we'd love to kind of get a discussion going around the boundaries you're setting have we given you some good ideas for boundaries that you can set in your business or that you want or things you want to experiment with or struggles that you are having around boundary setting because we all have them <laughs> uh, so maybe we can help you out with that so come on over and join us um, for that I do also want to just give a huge shout-out and thank you to all of our patrons. We could not do this without you. You guys are really helping us uh, and supporting us because creating a podcast is not cheap. It seems like it would be something that would be free, right? I feel like people are like, look, oh, start a podcast. That will be cheap and easy and, like, easy to put out and not, not expensive. Uh, yeah, no. No,
2: no.
0: <laughs> There's you know, oh, no. we pay for editing and show notes being written and hosting and our website and all those little things add up. So thank you so much to patrons for help you know, making a dent in that yeah. <laughs> in that money that's coming out of our pockets every week to bring this podcast to you. We really, really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And we know that not everybody can support us financially. So, you know, if that's you, we'd love you to leave us a review. Head on over to, especially on Apple Podcasts or over on our Facebook page. Leave us a review and a rating and let us know what you love about the show and what keeps you coming back and listening every week because I'm sure you're subscribed and I'm sure you listen every week.
2: Yes. Right? 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 I mean,
0: where would you? Thanks so much, everybody. We will be back again next week with another episode. And goodbye for now. Bye. Bye.